Welcome to Christ Church Pops, a podcast of Christ Church Parish in Pensacola, Florida. Here we'll be sharing the preaching of the parish, both recent and from the past, as well as conversations with the people of the parish. So let's go. So the idea with this podcast is we'll bounce around from conversations with people in the parish and also highlight some of our sermons. Some will be from several years ago, but some may be from a couple weeks ago. This one you're about to hear is a sermon I gave a couple weeks ago that was kind of our kickoff for the year. What we're talking about as a church, foundations, what do we stand upon in our faith? And it was sort of a kickoff for all of that and focuses on the story of Jesus inviting Peter to walk on water. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Please be seated. If it's all right with you, I'm going to preach from here today. I don't know why I asked that as a question. I'm going to do it whether it's all right with you or not. But I have this prayer book. I lovingly call it Boomerang, because at least three times a week, and usually two times on Sunday, I lose it. And miraculously, it comes back to me. I know it's not really a miracle. I know it's actually people who are in the church find it, and they know it's mine because it has my name on it, and they bring it to me. But let's say I left Boomerang in the pulpit. And let's say I walked up to you and I said, have you seen Boomerang? And you knew where it was. And you said, yes, it is in. And then what word would you use to describe the building we're in right now? The historic name would be the nave. The nave is, a, is an old church word, but that's the, that is the classic word. That's the word I think I use the most, but it's not exactly accurate because the nave is actually everything from this wall that way. Everything up here is something else. So this is not the nave. So technically, if the prayer book was in the pulpit, it would not be in the nave, but you can say the nave, I'll know what you mean. It means to come here. Other people use the word sanctuary. Because that is either a word that is sometimes used to describe churches or some traditions. That's what they call the place they go to worship. But that's also not exactly accurate because the sanctuary in the Episcopal Church is everything up there from the rail up to the top. But about half the time, at least, if somebody were to say, I saw a boomerang, it is in the, they would say, it's in the church. And they would use the word church to describe this particular building. But the thing is, in the Bible, the word church never means building. Ever, ever, ever means building in the Bible. Because there were no church buildings back then. There was the temple, there would be synagogues, there were no things you would think of as churches. So in the Bible, every time it uses the word church, it means people. The church is the community. In particular, it's the community of people who follow Jesus. And so for us, we would say the church is all Christians, not even just our church. Our church is a community within the bigger church, and that's everybody who follows Jesus. Everybody from the Baptists to the Catholics and everything in between, we would say all of them are the great church, which is why in the Nicene Creed we say we believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. That means all of them. And it's why, like, sometimes we will say that it's Christ's church. That means it's Christ's community. So in the right one service, when we do the prayers of the people, it says we pray for the whole of Christ's, so apostrophe S, church, and the world. The world is everybody that's not the church. 
The church is the people, and they're the people of Jesus. Which is maybe why our official name as a church is not Christ Church. It is our name, it's what we use. But on the original documents, when our church was founded by the legislature of Florida, we were incorporated by the legislature of the territory of Florida before we were a state. The official title, let me make sure I get this right. The Church Wardens and Vestrymen of Christ's, apostrophe S, Church in Pensacola. So we are the church of, we are the community of people that are following Jesus. So in the Bible, every time you come across the word church, it means people. But here's where it gets confusing. Because the Bible takes that word church and uses it then as a metaphor for the building. So the church is the people, but then they, the Bible uses the metaphor of a building to describe the community. So we'll say things like the church's cornerstone is Jesus. The cornerstone is the first stone you put down that makes everything else work right. Or, like in the hymn we will sing at the end of the service, the church's foundation is Jesus. So it's saying that it's a building, but the building is a metaphor. It's not being literal. It's saying the people are like a building that are built upon the foundation of Jesus. In fact, for the next year, what I'm going to ask our church to consider is our foundations. Maybe it's because we're about to do a big construction project, but I've been thinking a lot about this idea of we, the people, as a building built upon a good foundation. And I love that hymn we're about to sing. I love that hymn. It's all about us as the people. In fact, my favorite line in the whole thing, it goes, it's talking about after the tumult of the war, all the challenges we have, it says, and then the church victorious will be the church at rest. This idea that we, as the people, one day we will be at rest. I like this idea. So what we're going to do as a church is think about those things that we stand upon, both as a community and as individuals. But as we get into that, I want to start by saying one truth about foundations, what we stand upon that I think is very, very important as we start. To do that, we need to talk about the gospel. I'm going to stand up here. I want to say that nobody else is allowed to stand here. All you youth in the room, y'all aren't allowed to do this. It's in my contract that I'm allowed to do this. Um, I'm the only one. So let's tell the story again. The disciples are in a boat, and they were just going to sleep in the boat. They were just going to stay on the shore, sleeping in a boat. Jesus goes up in the mountains to pray because he oftentimes needed to be alone. Like all of us, Jesus needed his alone time. So while he's there, disciples are in the boat. A storm comes, pushes the boat into the lake. Y'all with me? Jesus gets done with his prayer time, goes to find the disciples. They're not there. They're asleep in the boat. So he goes out to them, and being Jesus, he walks on water. Because he's Jesus, he can walk on water. And as he's walking, the disciples see him. They think it's a ghost. Jesus calls out to them. And once Peter, and I love Peter, once Peter realizes that it's Jesus, Peter's like, Jesus, let me come too. He gets all excited and brave, and he wants to do it. So then Jesus says, come on. And then Peter takes a step out of the boat and onto the water. But instead of him sinking, he stands on it like it's a firm rock. And he walks out towards Jesus. And it wasn't until he lost sight of where he was going and instead focused on the, the waves and such that he was able to walk as if he was walking on solid ground. But then when he got distracted and got scared, he started to sink. But then Jesus being Jesus, he saves us. He reaches down, pulled him up, and got him out of the water. 
What I think is interesting about this story is that Jesus didn't say, come out to me where I am, there's a good place to stand. It's not like Peter was like, all right, I'm going to jump in the water, you know, doggy paddle over to Jesus, climb up to his good part of the water, and then stand with him out there. Where he started, he found a place to stand. Because sometimes I believe that people who feel like they're drowning, people who feel like they're on unstable ground, who feel like the world is too much, that there are waves, that there's fear, that there's depression, there's all these bad things, that they're in that moment, they think to themselves, if I can be different, then I can find a place to stand. If I can change all these things about me, if I can get over there, if I can get to there, I'll be able to stand. But what this story tells us is, all Peter had to do was start walking. And where he was, he would find a place to stand. Where he was, he would find a sure foundation. Where he was, he'd be brought up out of the water and bring up into the light. The truth is, we don't have to become something different to be loved by God. We don't have to get someplace that we can rely upon the goodness that we know in Jesus. In fact, our faith is not one for just the good times. One of my mentors says, actually, Christianity is about what happens in the bad times. It's in those moments of fear. It's in those moments when we're grieving the loss of a loved one, or we lose our job, or we make a terrible mistake, or people are angry at us, or we're fighting with our kids. There are those times in our lives where we feel low, that's actually where we can stand. Not when we change, not when we swim over to Jesus, not when we get someplace else. Right here at this moment, if instead of focusing on all the waves and the wind and the storm around us, if we can instead find confidence in the love of God that we know through Jesus, if we can find that, then wherever we are, there we have a sure foundation. Where you are right now, you can have that sure foundation. So as we sing that last song and belt it out, I love that last song that we're going to sing today. We say, the church's one foundation is Jesus Christ our Lord. We as a community of people who are people who know <laughs> that that's the only thing we have to stand on. That no matter where we are, what we're going through, we can stand on the promises of his love. Amen. Thank you for listening to Christ Church Pops. Take a moment to subscribe to the podcast, hit like, and share with your friends. And please join us for worship in person or on YouTube or Facebook. And you can learn more about Christ Church at christ-church.net. This podcast is by Father Michael Hoffman and Reverend Katie Gillette and edited by Jake Wolstad. Christchurch exists to show everyone God loves them unconditionally. So remember God loves you and have a blessed day.